Hello, it's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with the, the most votes win. Usual? 12 laps. Loser does the winner's chores for a week. Hey, aren't those my boots? I had to borrow your spares. They're too big. I figured you could use the advantage. Thanks. No way! Are you guys gonna race? Dad's gonna freak if he finds out. Which is why it's a good idea if he doesn't, right? This is killer. <laughs> Val, your Chicago just came through so much. You yeah. said Dad's. Dad's gonna freak out. <laughs> well, I am nothing if not a Chicagoan and also a small boy. Everyone's little brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Hey, Beth. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to D-Commentaries. <gasps> Thank you. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners. And welcome to our special guest, Beth. Beth, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Beth Kuhn-Metzler. <laughs> I am one of Val's oldest friends. <laughs> This is true. In the whole world. She, oldest friend. She's 85, everyone. I'm, I'm really old. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just a Chicago gal living in Chicago and being a gal. Um, yeah, just pretty much. I'm a little bit of a comedian, a little bit of a normal person. Beth is actually an integral reason of why we're here at all, because when... Uh, Disney Plus first came on the scene. Beth was posting about watching a bunch of decoms, in particular the decom we're going to be discussing today, which got me starting to watch them, and which gave me the idea to do this in the first place. So that's awesome. We owe you our life, <laughs> and I I owe Val my husband. So that's you know it's pretty much an even trade off because <laughs> I met so my true. husband through Val. So. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the exact same level of exactly 100 percent the exact and i'm same. here too <laughs> al's always here well al Allie and i'm like really met doing an asl class together very randomly we did. and we're we're actually you can't hear it but we're we're doing asl like the entire we are this entire episode. this entire thing Anywho, uh, Beth, we're so glad you're here with us today uh, to discuss Motocrossed. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Motocrossed is a delight. We will talk more about that, obviously, in a little bit. But let's get through the business first. Motocross uh, came out on February 16th, 2001. Uh, and it was directed by Steve Boyum, who we've seen many times already before as a director. He also directed Johnny Tsunami, Stepsister from Planet Weird, and Mom's Got a Date with the Vampire. I believe this is his last directing foray. 
of a decom, but boy, did he go out with a bang. <laughs> he is, uh, Beth, for your edification, he is like a stunt coordinator first and foremost. So yeah. all like pretty much all of his movies have some kind of like stunt basis to them. Sport. This was written by Anne Austin and Douglas Sl- Sloan, who also wrote um, Johnny Capahala Back on Board, so the sequel to uh, Johnny Tsunami. They literally have identical resumes, so they are like writing partners. Mm. Uh, it was the only thing I can deduce. A lot of Power Rangers in there, a lot of like kids stuff. But yeah. Okay. Cast is as follows. Alana Austin played... Andrea Rose Carson, because we get full names apparently, or Andy, she didn't really act much. She stopped acting in 2006. Uh, and you, there's a trend of that in this cast in particular, which is interesting to me. Was it the motocross um, curse? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Trevor O'Brien played her twin brother, Andrew Carson. And he also has a pretty sparse resume and nothing since t- 2018. Riley Smith played Dean Talon. Um, He has more of a a career. He's had more of a career. He was in Freaks and Geeks. He was in Not Another Teen Movie. More recently, he was in 90210, True Blood, Nashville, Frequency, Nancy Drew. And those are just the things where he had recurring roles. He's been in a lot of other stuff, too. Dean is the one who wears the green? Yes. Dean is the, the love interest slash friend. Great. Slash good writer. Mary Margaret Humes should be a diction exercise played Geneva Carson. Um, she is probably best known for being Dawson's mom on Dawson's Creek. Mm. Mm -hmm. Timothy Carhart played Edward Carson or dad. He's had a huge career, uh, mostly one-off character stuff. Um, but his most recent thing is a recurring role on Yellowstone. Oh, cool. So he's like doing it right now. Yeah. Scott Tara played Jason Carson, their younger brother. He also stopped acting in 2010. Catherine Ellis played Farron Henderson. She also stopped acting in about 2009. AJ Buckley, who I only mentioned because he had one of the bigger careers uh, in this movie, played Jimmy Bottles, who is the guy who works at the um, like equipment store who has mm-hmm. the thick glasses, who I think was really funny. He had a long run on CSI New York uh, and he's currently on SEAL Team. Oh. And he is also a voice actor. Okay. I did not recognize him at all, but maybe it's just because I don't watch those shows. Maybe, (laughs) yeah. Like the second that I saw him, I was like, oh, that guy. Hmm. (laughs) Which I do a lot. Okay. Mark Curry played uh, Bob Arnis, the guy who's constantly trying to interview Andy. He is most well known for hanging with Mr. Cooper. I think he was the lead in that show. Michael Cuneo played Rene Cartier, the jerk. And this was his second to last movie out of like five that he was ever in. Mm. So another one who didn't really act after this. And Ryan Hansen played Entrant One. And the only reason I bring him up is because he also had one of the longer careers out of the people in this movie. He was in Party Down, Two Broke Girls, Teachers, Veronica Mars, A Million Little Things, among many, many other like one-off things. So yeah, he had a pretty good career considering I don't remember who he was in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, the synopsis is as follows. And Beth, just so you know, I do not read these before, so we get to experience them for the first time together. Perfect. Andrew is a red-hot motocross rider, and he's just about to enter a championship race that might net him corporate sponsorship when he breaks his leg. So his twin sister, Andrea, decides to impersonate him so that he won't miss out on his big chance. But not everything goes according to plan. Almost nothing about that is correct. I'm yeah. like, he didn't break his leg. They say that no, very clearly. They literally the were like, well, nothing's broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's a line in the movie that he didn't do that. Right. Also, like, Andy does not enter this for him. I mean, she like, she's doing it for the family. But, right. like, she's also doing it to prove that she can do it. Like, it's mm-hmm. for her, not for him. Right. Um, also, I wanted to mention a fun fact that I discovered about this movie. Okay. It is loosely based on the storyline of Twelfth Night by okay. William Frickin Shakespeare. My second note is this is like she's the man <laughs> and she's the man is based off of Twelfth Night. Like mm-hmm. hands wow. down. Simo- like shut shut up. <laughs> OK, um. So I saw that it. I was like, I, my second note is like, this is like, she's the man. And she's the man is heavily, heavily 12th night in that they use the same names. They use the oh, same wow. location. Like the school is called Illyria. And like, that's where they oh, are okay. in 12th night. Like I was, that's really funny that it, it actually is loosely based off of that. Cause I, I very yeah. felt that. Yeah. I've never read 12th night. It's like one of the only Shakespeare plays I've never read. So I obviously had no idea, but watch I looked uh, up the... motocross and you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up like a summary and it was like, Oh yeah, this is exactly what. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. Now that we've got all the boring stuff out of the way, uh, Beth, what first, first tell us a little bit about like what, why you like this movie or why, <laughs> What are you laughing at? She's laughing because you said like and she's obsessed. I mean, okay, like literally, I, you know, it's like hilarious. Like I went to find the movie and it said continue watching. Like, no, I'm like, no, I'm actually going to restart it this time, TV. Um, I'm not going to continue from where I left off the last time I watched it. (laughs) I just like, I don't know. When I was a kid, this movie just like stole my heart. And I think it's because as an adult now watching it i'm like absolutely everyone is just a smoke show in this movie (laughs) (laughs) and like that sounds weird they're supposed to be like really young but like dean looks like he's 27 so i'll take it all day he was so hot like (laughs) and there was just like great there's just some great actual like tension in this movie (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my my little like 12 13 year old heart was like ooh <laughs> <laughs> how frequently would you say you watch this movie oh my god i don't know i well i mean obviously when we were kids i would just watch it anytime it was on like right. cuz it wasn't just like at my fingertips i wish it had been um but like pro- i mean i probably watch i probably watched it anytime they played it so i don't know if that like once a year i don't really know how often they would like yeah I would get so well. You watch though. it often enough now because I saw your husband last week and said your wife is on my podcast next week, and he goes, "Oh yeah, Andy and Andy." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think it was influenced by me saying, "We're wa- you're probably going to end up watching motocross this week. And he, like, already knew. Like, he knows this movie as well as you do. It's just a great, it's, it's a great film. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, Oscar-winning film, motocross. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, did you, like, make any new discoveries upon this watching? Oh, yeah. Like, the the conflict in this movie is just sexism. <laughs> like, well, well, yes. <laughs> Which I'm sure we will talk. Like, uh, you know, like uh, as a kid, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, like, she better not screw up dad. Like, and it's like, no, wait, dad is just like a freaking moron. Like, yeah. <laughs> <agreed>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was it was just as entertaining, I thought. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Al, did you have any what were your first impressions watching this time? Um, my first impressions were I remembered a lot of this movie, but there was a lot that I also didn't remember. Um, this movie really is a, uh, any bisexual human beings dream come true. Um, cause as Beth previously mentioned, everyone is hot in this movie. Um, so it's like, whew, for all those people, um, I'm not as obsessed as Beth, <laughs> I'd say, okay but i i'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten uh that's pretty good for al by the way beth oh it is she's a tough critic yeah i am a rough and tough critic seven and a half because i would watch this again and because i loved how cheesy it was sometimes where some of the delivery of the lines i was like that's funny just stop just that's not a funny line but they said it really funny um and i really hated the dad and if i hate the dad it docks you points i'm sorry mm-hmm. but yeah val what were your first impressions thanks al um this other than brink is probably or like at least going into making this podcast. This was probably like my second favorite decom ever. And it was the first one I rewatched when, you know, when this whole thing started. And um, I, I really, really enjoy this movie. I think that considering that almost no one in this movie actually went on to be an actor, uh, it is remarkable. Like it's a, it's well acted. Like it's a good movie. The story is, is good. I thought it was well paced. Like I was never like, I'm bored now, or I don't understand why this scene is in this movie or anything like that. Like, I think it's really fun. I think Andy is such an interesting character and I thought she did a great job with it. And Jason's like adorable and I love him as a character. The mom is great. And, uh, and her name's Geneva. Geneva, yeah. which I went to go see. Like, is this from Shakespeare? It's not. She's just got a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I hate the dad. I hate him. <laughs> like, you know, uh, Al hates the dad and Brink. I hate the dad and Brink. The difference between this dad, to me, the difference between the dad and Brink and this dad is like, this dad doesn't really come around like he he like sort of apologizes at the end but he doesn't like change he he just sort of is like 
Like, I just assumed that because you were a girl, you wouldn't have any interest in these dangerous things. And I'm kind of bummed about it, but I guess I'll get over it. Like, that's his way of dealing with it. I don't know. He and he I've never like in any of these movies that we watch seen someone. And I'm including the guy who played the vampire. I've never seen anyone so condescending and like thinking they're better than literally everyone around them and in particular the way that he and I don't know if this was like the actor's choice or if he was directed to do this but he touched Andy a lot in this like really patronizing way and it really bothered me it made me so uncomfortable he's like kind of like diffusing her by like touching her cheek or like brushing her hair I agree and I I couldn't stand it So I agree. He absolutely sucks. But I didn't think that it took away from this movie, mostly because they were smart enough to not have him in most of the movie. Uh, So we get to just enjoy mom and Andy for most of it. And that's those are the people I wanted to see anyway. And Dean, because who doesn't want to stare at Dean Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. hour and a half? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember what I, I looked up his IMDb because I was like, I know he's in something where like, obvious childhood crush and i may, might have seen him in this first but he's in new york minute oh. with the olsen twins mm-hmm. and that is a very important movie to me because the band simple plan is in it and i loved simple plan i'm just a kid and, and life, life is, is a nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> Beth knows I exactly was signing all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Well, I love that moment for us. Me too. Um, okay. Beth, did you have any favorite quotes or moments oh, I from did. this watching? Oh, many, many, many favorite quotes. <laughs> Without uh spoiling anything yet. Yes, correct. Okay, I, I will try not to spoil anything. Um, if there's any favorite quotes that are spoilers, you can save them for after Spoiler City. Okay, correct. Well, one of the very first ones that I really enjoyed because I knew immediately that I hate the dad, like right at the dinner table and one of the first scenes was when he's like, when I was racing, oh. I got up at dawn and rode till it was so dark I couldn't see. And I'm like, what? That sounds like very dangerous. <laughs> like also so grossly sentimental, like, but like yeah. so stupid. Maybe it's like he was working during the industrial revolution right. when they first invented light. I had to walk to school uphill both ways. Barefoot. Exactly. Um Okay, oh here, here we go. Your father left the first hotel already, and I have no idea how to get a hold of him. And then Andy says, what about Telegram or FedEx? <laughs> yep. Telegram. Oh, my God. It killed me. That killed me. <laughs> also, they had a cell phone. Why didn't he have a cell phone with him? Exactly. There are cell phones in this movie. And I'm like, yeah. you went away in a very important time for a very important thing to like Europe and you didn't, you don't have any way to get, no, just (laughs) hilarious. Um, at one point Jason says, first time in my life, I've been afraid of food. (laughs) I really like that line. Um, then there are just some really flirty lines, which I think I'm going to keep for later, but, uh, oh yes. 
I need to sleep in a west-facing room so the sun does not wake me. <laughs> that one really killed me. Freaking Renee. <laughs> I mean, I have more, but you know, like, just like, if I wasn't the second cutest boy, maybe I'd have a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good line. It's really cute. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Awesome. Al, what about you? Wow. Our guest asked us, Val. <laughs> she did. That was Gosh. so nice. <laughs> no one ever asked us. We always asked each other. Oh. Um, Al, don't cry. I, I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay, so one of my first favorite moments uh, was when I kind of realized that it was kind of like she's the man. Um, I, Val, knew that that someone we had seen before wrote this movie, and I thought that it was going to be who did um, Miracle on Lane 2 because they prayed at dinner. And I was was very like, oh, this is going to be by the person who was also, you know, uh, our Mennonite friends. And it was not. And nope. I was kind of surprised about that. But I w- mm-hmm. I found that very interesting. Um, yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just I just found it interesting. Noted it. Yeah. Um, there was a in the subtitles when talking to certain Andes, they would put it in like quotes. <laughs> so it would be like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Um, I loved the way that Andy said or it was Andy or mom, man, I did not take good notes this time. Cause I knew Beth, <laughs> I knew Beth would. And so, <laughs> um, someone, I think Annie goes, he is so cute. And I just like, liked the way she said it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It, she said something like, well, how cute is he? Like, I know it's the mom, like mm-hmm. it's something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. He is so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's, uh, I don't, I need to write down who says what, but I wrote down, um, yes, I just need to hurl. I wrote that one too. That's Jason. Okay. At the table, yep. at the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they're all like, we're not eating dinner and yeah. no one's feeling good and they're like, Jason, you're not sick. And he goes, yeah, I just need to hurl. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> um, at one part of the movie, someone, we can save this for later if it's built. Oh, a spoiler, but so the guy goes, it's going to be a battle royal for the championship. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, battle royal? No one told him to say it royale? <laughs> Apparently. And, and then another favorite moment was there's a lot of oboe in the score. Oh. I liked that. Hmm. The oboe is an underappreciated instrument. Yes, it is. That's true. All right, those are mine. Val, your turn. <laughs> You know, I didn't write a ton of quotes, but <laughs> the mom said a lot of stuff I liked. So at one point she says, I can't believe you were actually going to go through with this and that you were going to get in a car with Jimmy Bottles. <laughs> 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 like she's not sure what's worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it, she's talking to herself at one point. And she goes, oh, Geneva, don't go there. Just go back and fold your laundry and think about something else. (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) And then, oh, okay. So I don't know if anyone else noticed this. I felt like there was a weird chemistry between Andy and Andrew that should not have been there. Oh, oh yeah. I'm planning on talking about this. (laughs) 
So at one point, I'm pretty sure Andrew says this to Andy. Tomorrow, I'm going to work you. Oh, no, 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 no. Dean says this yeah, to yeah. Andy. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I'm going to work you until you can't get out of bed. <laughs> I had that written down, Val. I was going to talk about that later because Disney. <laughs> I couldn't believe that they said that out mm-hmm. loud. Oh, <laughs> do you think I'm hypocritical? If it's a good thing, yeah. If it's a bad thing, no way. <laughs> Jason's the best. If that guy kisses my hand again, there's going to be a WWF smackdown in the Carson house. Mm-hmm. You think like anyone in France actually misses him? <laughs> <laughs> I think like as far as like moments, I love Andy and Dean's chemistry. I think mm-hmm. that they their interactions in general are great, both when she is being Andrew and when she is being herself. Um, I like those. And of course, I like the mom and yeah. all of her mm-hmm. stuff. Anyone else have anything they want to bring up before we go to spoiler scene? <laughs> I brought up all the things that I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Means I really great. didn't take a lot of notes this time. I was <sighs> just enjoying the movie. No, that's great. That's great. I was just enjoying the movie. <laughs> Coming to theaters near you this <laughs> March 2001 motocrossed. I would be there. <laughs> <laughs> Beth is waiting at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Beth. Uh, we got to get naked. Um <laughs> Gotta, you know gotta, how in motocross they put on all of these clothes? When we had to spoiler city on our motocross bikes, we are completely nude. Well, we're about to go skinny dipping with Dean. And he's <gasps> yeah, okay, demanded. That moment. Oh! And he has absolutely demanded that we take our shirts off. And so okay. we must. We, we must, must take our shirts off. Our tops are off. And go to spoiler city. Welcome to Spoiler City, where we tell you the synopsis of the movie and spoil the entire thing. Um, Because Beth is what some might say obsessed with this movie. Uh, She's going to do our our synopsis for us today. So I'm going to take a quick little vacation with my top off and (laughs) lean back, relax, and you have to listen to someone else's voice today. You, not you have to, you get to. Yes. Thanks, Allie. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Motocross, one of my all-time favorite movies ever, uh, opens up in a montage sequence of motocross and cheerleading. Oh, my gosh. Two different people who look like Von Trapps are doing two (laughs) different things. And you're like, this is so exciting. Like, what is this movie going to be about? Um, Are they going to fall in love? No. Actually, we find out that they're twins and they're in the Carson family, which is a very rich Christian family in probably California. But we mm-hmm. don't actually really ever talk about that. Um, it was filmed and, in San Diego. So yes. Good guess. Um, and so basically what happens is. Andrew Carson is riding motocross. We never really know what the actual situation is here. There's a lot of words like championship and nationals and (laughs) like trials and stuff like that. But we don't really know what's going on, but it's important. Okay. So he's like, (laughs) he is like riding for something that is like maybe like semi-professional, professional, professional, important. 
Okay. There's there's a MacGuffin given. Do we know what a MacGuffin is? No. Val, it's like can, a th- can you explain it? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of movies have MacGuffins, which basically just means the thing you're trying to get the whole time. Sometimes yeah. it's like a physical item and sometimes it's like a, you know, a championship or something like that. In this instance, they say that they want to they need to win this particular tournament, which is the first professional tournament that Andrew is ever going to compete in because you get sponsorship from mm-hmm. it. And they are their own small business of like a riding team and they need more funding. So that's yes. that's the explanation to potentially go to nationals right which i realize is a word that is used in like teen movies a lot and you just accept it like you believe it you're like nationals <laughs> yeah. is important yeah when um, i got to high school i was like what is a sectional only nationals exist <laughs> what is a semi-sectional <laughs> what quarterfinal <laughs> like what? can't we just go to national <laughs> okay sorry um, wait sorry time out i must know has anyone here ever been to a nationals of any kind Mm-mm. we made it to super sectionals uh in soccer and basketball when i managed boys basketball wow beth i don't think so i, I was on a nationals tour <laughs> yeah beth oh, okay yeah, that counts probably, yeah beth literally was in a <laughs> national touring company of legally blonde <laughs> Beth is one of the most talented people in the entire world. Yes. Oh, God. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Uh, I, I went to nationals for DECA, which is a business competition. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got to go to L.A. for that nationals competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's so cool. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Okay. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Who is more impressive? Me or, or Beth? I think no. I think that's amazing. That's like legit. That's like academia. That makes so much sense that you're so good with like money and being yeah. an adult. Shucks. Thanks. Thanks. I'd probably Deca. be way smarter with my money if I had gone to DACA. DECA. D E C A. Yeah. That one too. And Duca. Uh, but we miss. We wish a nationals on you all. Yes. Sorry, I derailed us. Please proceed. I love it. Okay. So Andy and Andrea, you know, are both in their things. Andrea is a cheerleader, dancer kind of girl. And she's got this trophy like that she's just won. And she comes home and dad is like, he only has eyes for Andrew and racing. Dad does not care about Andrea's trophy that she just won. And he he makes that very obvious from the top. So we know like where dad's priorities are. It's this tournament. It's Andrew. It's riding. It's winning. So immediately we kind of set the status, right? Like Andrea is just a girl and she's just going to be a girl in the corner, even though they're twins and they look exactly like, and they're like the same height and like the same Von Trapps. So (laughs) basically, uh, for some reason, mom and dad need to go into town. I don't know if any of you listeners have realized how many times in this movie they say into town because they have to go into town, um, which apparently is like a day trip. So mom and dad got to go into town and Andrew and Andrea turns out Andrea likes to ride too. So they're like, Hey, like, their little brother Jason is like, oh my gosh, you guys are gonna race, aren't you? And they're like, they're like, yeah, like so 
they decide they're going to take the day off and they're going to race. They're going to go 12 laps, I think. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they've, they're fully decked out. They're ready. They're going, it's pretty cool. Like they have this like track in their backyard (laughs) that, that is just there. Um, and basically what happens is they crash and Andrew hurts his leg. And this is a problem because Andrew needs to race in the next at <laughs> to potentially one day get into nationals. So Aunt, Andrew's kind of screwed, okay? And Andrea immediately accepts responsibility for all this, which I sort of take a problem with, but like whatever. It was an accident that happened between two people, but she has been beaten down so bad by dad that she's just like, this is my fault. And anyways, so they're in the hospital. It's not broken. Like he'll be able to make the bit, the bigger thing, but like, they've got to figure out what, what to do in the meantime. Andrea is like, dad, I can do it. I can do it, dad. And he's like, absolutely not. You are a female. <laughs> <laughs> like there's literally no other reason. He explicitly like looks her in the eye and he's like, you cannot do this because you have a vagina. <laughs> like it's, it's unbelievable. But anyways, so Dad's got to go to Europe, apparently, right? Europe? Yeah. yeah to yeah. find a substitute rider because there is apparently, quote unquote, no other riders a- at all who are like 15. <laughs> who are unsigned. Who are unsigned. Team. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to go to Europe. Okay, fine. So he goes off to Europe and basically they get this weird letter in the mail that's like, the big competition has been moved up two weeks early. And if you don't show up, you'll be kicked out of everything, which is kind of like lame. Like as an adult, if that happened to me, I'd be like, well, screw you. I'm not going to go to that thing. Like that's annoying, but whatever. Andrea's like, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. So Andrea chops off her hair, which her hair was long. Yeah. I mean, this was like a Joe March, like selling her hair to like save the family kind of thing. in little women, like she, chops it does off. that happen oh yeah. mm-hmm. okay she sells That's, her hair <laughs> yes. oh yes very important it's a whole thing so she chops off her hair she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this she's like trying to hide it from mom but mom is like mom's great mom is like what's going on like you're you're giving clothes to the homeless quote unquote and she's just like <laughs> yeah she's like no you're not what's going on and mom has a brief moment where she's like no no you can't do that and then she's like introspective she's like wait a second like i'm a, a boss ass bitch like i am the mom here like i'm gonna let her do it so they they decide they're gonna do it and it's very sweet so they go to the first race right and um i think it's really funny i would just like to point this out Andrea cuts her hair like in an amazing cut, like really looks really (laughs) good. She like lowers her voice. She's got the walk. She's got everything going on, but she leaves on her green nail polish. So (laughs) I think she forgot. (laughs) Yeah. I just think it's really funny. Like, I think like you really worked on all of the really hard stuff and you didn't take off your nail polish. So anyways, she's there she's like she's looking around she's nervous but she thinks i can beat these guys right like i got this and some of the guys are kind of looking at her like she looks a little bit young she's a new rider like whatever and she's pretending she's andy so she's putting on this low voice which sometimes like sounds really bad like she's like oh yeah yeah and it's like your brother (laughs) doesn't talk like that but okay um (laughs) um so she does her she does her first ride right like and she comes in dead last. So she's mortified. 
it's it's bad she gets like she gets caught i think in like the thing at the beginning like it's 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 just rough so she's pissed she's like i can beat these guys and all of a sudden she like looks over and she sees dean (laughs) (laughs) and my my little like 13 year old heart was like oh my god Like, like the most handsome twenty-seven-year-old boy pretending he's like sixteen, seventeen. Yep, ever just hot, tan, yellow hair. Hot looks exactly fit, like ready. the brother. Looks exactly like Andrea. Like they all are von Trapps. This is an ancestral von Trapp family movie. Okay, <laughs> they all look alike. It's unbelievable. I'm like, if you're casting this film, don't you think you pick a guy that doesn't look like the twins? <laughs> <laughs> but okay so everyone's hot that's the point so dean dean is like hey dude like i can help i can help you out he, basically he he sees that andrea pretending to be andrew is kind of like a babe magnet so like all these girls are like coming over because they want to hang out with the mom to do their nails and then they're kind of talking with andy and andy's like sensitive because she's she's a girl so she can kind of like connect with them she's like oh like i know your perfume and they're like oh my god um and <laughs> like dean notices this and he's like he's like i don't know what what it is but you're a babe magnet like and i really want to get with this girl farron who is his sponsor henderson's daughter so they're all around each other all the time and i don't know like he thinks she's super sexy she sucks <laughs> she sucks so whatever dean wants to be with farron dean thinks andy andrea andy can help dean get farron and he in exchange he's going to teach him how to how to teach andrea how to like ride with in competition Cause she's like never done that before. She's only written for fun. So she's really good, but she's, you know, it's a different landscape. So then we go into this, like basically like this montage of Dean training Andrea. Andrea's like, like, why are we riding on this? And he's like, you got to try different surfaces. Then they end up in a lake and Dean like takes off his shirt. And I'm like, this is, a Disney movie, and I literally was like, Ooh, as a kid, I was like, oh my god. As a kid, and, and when I watched it yesterday, true, I was like, true. true. And I'm like, I'm like, the script here is so, fu- I mean, like, they are flirting, okay? So, like, Dean, maybe, maybe bisexual, like, I don't, you know, like, they are just, he's like, come on, dude, take your shirt off. Like, what are you, a girl? And uh, she really handles that well. Like, she just kind of like doesn't, and <laughs> goes in and like pushes him and they're like splashing water at each other and as a kid I was just like I mean yeah <laughs> and as an adult I'm like oh like this is really wonderful like there's such a broad range of sexualities and I like hope that like yes yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean Anyways. I literally wrote down is this how boys play in the water together because <laughs> I don't think it is no 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 maybe when you're like seven not 27 going on 16 but <laughs> anyways so that works, you know, that's that's working out well. She gets better. She takes seventh, right? And then they have more races. And then she's, she hooks him up with a concert with Farron and, like, whatever, concert tickets that are fed, FedEx to them overnight, which was hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> and and then um, 
And then she comes in third, right? Okay. And so she's really like feeling herself because she's like, fuck, like I'm I'm fucking good. Like I'm beating these guys. And that's when dad shows up. Okay. Dad shows up. The 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 just the marker of evil. And he is pissed. He's like, Geneva, the mom. He's like, How could you, how could you do this? How could you betray me, Andrea? I told you this isn't safe, even though she's like literally totally fine. Like <laughs> Right. Andrew is hurt, but she's totally fine, but it's not safe for her because she has a vagina. So <laughs> he, they go home and he's like, this is the writer that I found from France. And his name is Rene Cartier. And he <laughs> is an asshole. And he also looks like he's like in his thirties, but yeah. Rene is a total jerk. He, he's like, he takes Andrew's bedroom and he's like, I just, I hope you don't mind. And then he's like, he sees her washing dishes and he's like, I see you finally found what you are good at in the family or what you are useful for. And they, the kids, including Jason, who's the best part of this entire movie, the little brother, um, (laughs) Jason's like, I think I read about that kid in a magazine once. And like, they they have the magazine and they're like, they look in the magazine. Apparently it's like a gossip motocross magazine because they're like, (laughs) they're like, this guy's like, this is a shitty guy. Like he like pushes people. He like doesn't follow the rules. Like he's a cheater, whatever. So basically they're like, dad, dad, Renee's a shitty guy. And like, Renee's like ruining their bike. He's like ordering them around. He's cheating. Like he not, che- I mean, don't really know all the rules, but he's like pushing like other competitors off like the track when they're riding and like, and, and they're just like the Carson kids are like, this is just not like, we would rather like sing like so long farewell and get him out of here. Um, <laughs> but they but they're you know they they don't do that but they're just like dad like this is this is bad and the dad is like no andrea you need to apologize to him like you pissed him off and he we need him and we need this sponsorship to go to theoretical nationals like we need it (laughs) and she she goes to try and apologize and then the dad sees renee push andrea like shove her like really hard i was sort of like okay disney that's a little um much he pushed her really hard yeah it was crazy like even if he did that to a guy i'd be like what are you doing in this setting i think i like audibly gasped i was yeah i was like these are kids like don't touch her anyway they're 15 years old yeah he pushed a 15 year old hard enough that they almost fell down yeah 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 um, and that's when Edward finally comes to his hypocritical sexist senses. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you all were right. And you're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, immediately, immediately, Renee just goes to Henderson Racing. Yeah. And he's like, I can ride for you guys. Well, so he had, when he was cheating, he injured their person who competed in the same event oh yes 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 and then the reason why andy confronts him in the first place is because she sees him talking to henderson and she's like what are you doing like why are you with him talking to him making deals uh he was like leveling up right and so like the second that he got fired he just went over to henderson was like okay i'm ready i can ride in the spot where of the guy who i hurt yeah yeah Yeah. just just like a nasty, nasty French man. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, 
So dad is, is like, you know what? Like I have never really realized how much I needed the women in this family. And it's like, well, you wouldn't have had kids without your wife, but okay. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you can race. So we're at the final race. Um, Andrea is going to ride for her brother and she's like ready. And she freaking kills it. Like she is going up against Renee, who's a nasty, nasty ass man. And <laughs> she pulls this little like, like trick. And, and he goes, he goes just flying off the rails and Andy wins the race. Spoiler city. Um, <laughs> and everyone is cheering, but you know, it can't be over yet because Renee is like, no, I freaking know that is Andrea. That's not Andrew. And she can't win the race because she's a girl with a vagina. <laughs> and, and then, you know, everyone's like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And, um, <laughs> and mom comes up and she's like, no, no, no. I've got the rule book right here. And there's nothing in it about you. You, you, you don't have to be any gender. Like there's nothing that says you can't be a girl and ride the race. And then they're like, yeah, but she, she would have registered under Andrew Carson. And she's like, no, I registered under Andy Carson, Andy short for Andrea. And everybody's like oh, a nickname. Um, <laughs> also, nobody seems to think it's weird that both of these children have the same name. Okay. Val, that's like the number one thing I wanted to talk about. Like they're twins and they named them Andrea and Andrew and Andrea, which is hilarious, but I will say my very own mother is an identical twin and they are I forgot about Sharon this. and Karen, which is no. Yes. My grandmother in 1954 did not know she was having twins until the nurse, she popped out my mom and they were like, it's Sharon. And then the nurse was like, doctor, I think there's another one in there. <laughs> And they popped out another baby that she did not know she was having. And my my grandparents were like, okay, well, I guess it's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to think oh that that happened God. here too. That they like, didn't know they were having twins. And they were like, Andrew, well, we only thought of one name. What's the girl version of it? <laughs> That's so funny. That's to be what happened. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have a coworker that I've told this story to, and she was like, yeah, my dad is Thurman and Herman. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, they have the freaking same name and it worked to their advantage in this situation because they were allowed to register under a nickname. I don't know if you've ever been allowed to register under a nickname for anything in your life, but okay, it worked here. So anyways, then the CEO boss bitch shows up and she is like the coolest part of the whole movie. And she, she like parts the seas of people and she's like... <laughs> She's like, I, she, she is, she pulls a fast one on everybody. She's like, this was ridiculous. We're going to give your whole family a scholarship. (laughs) And so then the crowd goes wild. And, um, and then we kind of end the movie. Now here's, here's the thing about this movie, right? It's it's like a 99% for me, this movie, right? But we get to the end. And Carson Family Racing has enough money now to hire a 250 rider. And guess who showed up to apply for the job? Well, it's no, none other than Hot Ass Dean. And Hot Dean. Ass Dean. Hot Ass Dean. Hot, Hot Ass Dean. Dean. Right? Hot, Hot Ass Dean. And they're they're adorable. And they're, you know, they're like really flirty. Like this movie, there's a lot of like chemistry. But then 
they don't kiss. There's no kiss in this movie, and it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> it really, when I was a kid, I remember just being like, no. Because <laughs> then I had to use my like little imagination of like, you know, fan fiction of them. Your like, Barbies? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, Dean, Andy, oh, I always knew. Oh. I knew it was you when we were in the lake. <laughs> I knew you didn't take your shirt off because you were my dream girl. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways, it's okay. They go racing, which is really cute, too. And there's the perfect, like, ending where she's like 12 yeah. laps yeah race yeah so it comes back again yeah except this time instead of flirting with her brother val um right like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly she's flirting with someone she's not genetically related yeah. to yeah although or they, they look you know <laughs> pretty similar yeah. really looking like <laughs> uh and i do one thing uh i liked about that ending too is like in the moment when dean finds out he's upset and that is 100% understandable. Yeah. He'd been lied to by someone who he thought was his really good friend for weeks, months. I don't know how long this was. But when he realizes why they did it, he can forgive her. And I like that they give him time to do that. And then he comes back. Yeah. Rather than like instant. Because that wouldn't I wouldn't have bought that if he was just like, OK, like right away. Yeah. Um, so I like that the way they all of those characters all of the kids in this movie have like a lot of integrity like Andrew Andrew is so nice to Andrea he's like it's not your fault like I wanted to Mm -hmm. go racing too he's really supportive of her Jason's really great like Jason's the voice of reason yeah he's the one who really gets Geneva to change her mind because he he tells her that story about his teacher yeah and women's rights (laughs) yeah he's like (laughs) Uh, he goes, why don't you let Andy race? And she goes, because girls don't race motocross, at least not with boys. It's just not done. And he goes, but mom, in school, we were learning about women's rights. And Mrs. Mrs. Cabinson, <laughs> sure, Mrs. Cabinson was saying that today there aren't any jobs women can't do, you know, and how great it is that we've come so far in everything. So I guess I don't understand why Andy can't race. I mean, she's as good as those guys, right? Like he's the one yeah. who makes that connection. And then he's there again when the dad's like, am I a hypocrite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like always there to just yeah. sort of like make them think. He's adorable. And he adorable. saves the day by building back the motorcycle in like three seconds. That's right. He, yeah. His whole thing is that he's really good as a mechanic and he's mm-hmm. trying to beat this time the entire movie. So, of course, he had to beat it when it counted the most. Yeah. So uh i'm sorry i keep yawning i didn't have enough caffeine today and then i had we went out for lunch and i had two beers bad decision and i it just is making me so tired lunch beers yeah i had my three-year work anniversary today oh congrats oh congrats al i didn't realize it's been three years already yeah it's technically tomorrow but we had the meeting today so well speaking of celebrating (laughs) Let's celebrate some bingo. Yay. Also, we didn't comment on how your synopsis was perfect. It was perfect. It oh, was, thanks. It was, the sh- it was shorter than I've ever done. And it was perfect. <laughs> and it covered all the important stuff. It was oh, great. Good. Thank you. That's yeah, stress. it was perfect. Um, would you like to take the first square? We'll just work our way across from top to bottom. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, so you go like left to right, like Correct. row by row. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
Okay, well, there honestly there was no one hit wonder. I there was great oboe, but no. <laughs> great no oboe. Wonder. No one hit wobo. No. Correct. No there was a song, but it's not a one hit wonder. It's by Juliana Theory, and I love to listen to that song when I ski slash snowboard because it makes me think of action sports. Oh my gosh. Wow, Val, that's yeah. a very beautiful moment. Yeah. Thanks. And it's in our D commentaries uh playlist on Spotify if you want oh, nice. to hear it. Wow, I love uh, that one of us does action sports. <laughs> Al, do you want to take the next square? Yeah, breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. No. no. Holiday themed. Not unless we're counting nationals. <laughs> <laughs> National holiday. No. <laughs> um, clunky metaphor. You know, there was one quote that was, I don't think this is a metaphor, though, but it was like, remember that time you took apart mom's weed whacker and couldn't put it back together? (laughs) This will be that times a thousand. (laughs) That is kind of a metaphor. I saw one. So the first race that Andy does when she's pretending to be Andrew, uh, she gets stuck in the starting gate. And I thought that was so symbolic of the disadvantage that women inherently have when they're in spaces that are male dominated. I don't so. think that's quite clunky, Val. I think that's very astute, <laughs> but I'll take it. It's clunky because I didn't pick up on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Al, I think it's you. Okay. Parents who just don't get it. Yeah. Color in this box. Just color it. <laughs> no X, no circle. We're just coloring in it. Amazing. All right. Uh, Mine looks like a tornado hit it. Freaking, freaking, freaking. Okay. Cool non-parent adult um is Jim what's his name? Jimmy Bubbles or whatever. It's Bottles. <laughs> Bottles. Yeah, Bottles. he's cool. Okay. I, is he called Jimmy Bottles because he has bottle uh glass bottle uh what do they call those glasses? Do you know what I'm talking about? When they're really I don't thick. No, uh, I think they said in the movie that his last name is Bottles because his parents owned a bottle factory. Did they really say that? No. That oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, man, that would have been on my coat list. <sighs> Coke bottle glasses. That's Coke yeah, bottle. Yeah. I bet you anything that that's why he was called Jimmy Bottles. I would say no, like it's because his parents owned a bottle factory. <laughs> But he sounds like a gangster. Like, oh, you don't want to know what happened to Jimmy Bottles. It's Jimmy the Pigeon, but it's Jimmy the yeah, Bottles. So Jimmy the Bottles. Oh, God. That's a comedy sports reference for anyone who does comedy. Sports. sports. See, this is how we do sports. We do comedy we do sports. sports. I also think that the guy who was doing all the interviews, I liked him. Bob. Bob. Yeah, he was cute. Yeah, he was great. He was so cute. I would let that man hold me. Al has a type. And it's which is tall. emerging. <laughs> tall, tall, like middle-aged. <laughs> Bonus points if they have a, a mustache. Oh, God, don't get me started now. <laughs> I'm so glad the mustache is coming back. It's really, I'm, I'm about to thrive. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. Uh, someone too famous for... I don't really know, guys. I don't know. I would say no. I don't think so. There was no one in this who was already famous. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, competition to resolve central problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is why we have this box. This literally, <laughs> this box is because of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> when we Absolutely. were making this bingo, that was my thought was this movie. Amazing. Yep. And Brink, I guess. A uh, montage sequence. There were at least five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, was um, <laughs> there were a lot of montages. Started in this movie. with a montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cliche villain. I th- I mean, I feel like the, the evil French guy. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty yeah. cliche. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like the dad also counts. He's so bad. Yeah. yeah. He's such an ass. Sexist dad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, clothes are items you owned. I didn't see anything. Yeah, me neither. She's obviously in motocross stuff most of the time, but also when she's not, she's either dressed like her brother or she's in like really girly stuff. Do we want to count her haircut? Because I did have that haircut when I was six years old. (laughs) It's that is your call, Al. You are you are uh, the only arbiter of truth here. Wow. It'd be kind of fun to market because my hair yeah okay let's do it can you provide us with a photo so that we can put it if you remind me yeah Uh uh-huh okay great amazing done rotten tomatoes 40 to 60 okay so beth the way we do this is did you look up the score i did you know it oh you did look it up i did oh okay Okay. don't tell me don't tell me so i guess and then if i'm within five i get to feel smart if we're in this range then we get the box okay I've been so wrong so much lately. I'm going to guess 52. Add it to your list of wrongness. It's 76. (gasps) What? 76. This might be our highest. We don't even get the box then, right? No, we don't get the box. box, But Val's excited because it's a high ranking. They're never high ranking. They're never high. They always are undervalued. But I guess this is one of the most like popular yeah decoms like it's one of the ones they play all the time mm-hmm. so that kind of makes sense wow yeah wow that's really good it is happily ever after oh, oh sure yeah. shit is yeah. another freeze frame on happy youths happy peppies <laughs> almost kissing i'ma count it i know oh, i know it didn't happen tension there was tension. the whole movie the whole movie they were like Two magnets. Yep. Yeah. Someone who became famous. Uh, I mean, we could probably count that one guy who has like no part in this movie. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We um, counted Kristen Stewart when she had no lines. Yeah. And uh, also, I forgot to mention the woman at the end who's like the commissioner or whatever of the competition. She also has had a pretty big career. Oh, nice. So, oh, sweet. Um, and also Dean. Yeah. Had Dean, a decent, Dean's very decent career. Yeah. 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 So between all of them, I sure. say yes. Hell yeah. Hell okay, yeah. Um, betraying one's real friends or values. I didn't think so. No. Think no. That was a part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Your childhood crush. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god this is one of the only movies at least up till now where i have such a distinct memory of crushing on the person when i watched it as a yeah, kid yeah like me too i was obsessed with dean yeah wow yeah <laughs> those memories really came flooding so back to me. you know okay well i'm a little bit younger 
And I do remember, (laughs) I'm so young. (laughs) I am 16 years old. Wow. And I remember when I was in the womb, when this came out, (laughs) I did have a crush on Jason. I also remember having a crush on the little brother. Because he was also in another movie. And I looked it up. And I think the movie that I was, the movie I thought I was thinking of that he was in was School of Rock. And he is not. Mm. Um, but I do think that he is in, um, Dickie Roberts is what the movie was. And I remember seeing that and thinking he was cute in that. Wow. Let me confirm. Yes. Dickie Roberts, former child star. Mm. Wow. I love that. I actually like love the idea of being at a different age watching this and being like, little brother is really cute. That's so cute. That happened in, uh. The one kid from Cheaper by the Dozen. What movie was that? Oh, it was uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Yeah. Uh, I like thought the older brother was cute and Al had a crush on the younger one. Aw. He. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, me. Well, uh, All right. It's you, Val. Okay. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. Obviously, this time I don't think so. I don't think so. I thought they did a great job, and obviously, they it was easier because they're wearing full coverage over their faces. So yeah, you don't right. have like this is obviously not her doing whatever, right? But there was never a point where I was like pulled out of it because I was like, this doesn't look real, or this right. isn't the right person, or anything mm-hmm. like that. The only times it was like a little wonky was when they would zoom in on like them looking at each other but even then it was like done really nicely that it wasn't like bad yeah agreed um this list of actors eric von den and all of these people uh no i don't think any of these yeah no no no, none of our decom stars channel stars (sighs) musical number (laughs) not this time not this time i know always Cut, cut for length Always would be better. Always would be better as a musical. That's what if what there I was say. like a coordinated, like they're like doing motocross and it's an, also a musical number and they're like and that, that should be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been great. They really should have done that in High School Musical 2 instead of at a junkyard. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about the junkyard. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Magic. Nope. Not even science this time. Sexual magic. (gasps) Ooh, Beth. Mm. Um, Someone says the title of this movie, Yes All the Time. (laughs) Quite literally every moment. Every other minute. They're like, you can't ride motocross. I mean, I'm not sure if they say it in the past tense all that often, but I think we should count it. Yeah, Yeah, I think we should count it. I agree. Um, Scooby-Doo. I mean, kind of, right? What are we well, calling Scooby Dude? Yeah, the kids did like fix the pro- he, fix it. Jason fixed the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Andy solved everything for them. Yeah, yeah. So, so I would say yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the heroes create the problem. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, lead is a fish out of water. I would say yeah, like a girl in a male sport world. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we finished up our board and we motocrossed zero bingos no. today. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I, know, I, would have I, for I sure. know. I kept like, thinking about these missing ones, but there's just really, we need magic or 
Magic. Rotten Tomatoes or musical number. Shoot. Yeah. Can't fake those. Nope. No fudge in the numbers. No fudge in. But we had fun. We did. We did. We did. did. Speaking of fun, Al, do you have a game for us? I have a sweet as pie game today. (laughs) Welcome to the game of do-do-do-do, Annie, Andy. I am going to give you a description of a person named Andy, and you're going to have to tell me their last name. Um, so in the movie motocross, we have Andy and Andy and they (laughs) technically have the same last name, but I'm going to give a list of, uh, celebrities, I would say, and give you a description of who they are. And you have to write down the correct Andy. And if you get it correct, you'll get a point. Um, there is one, two, three, four, five, uh, Andy's and a bonus Andy. That is pretty hard if you don't know the context. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're starting off easy. This SNL player originated as a part of the Lonely Island. Okay. All right. And I'll show your answers. All right. Yeah. Both crew Andy's Andy Samberg. I spelled it wrong. That's okay. I'm not mad. Uh, number two. I'd put this one in here for a reason. This famous tennis player whose only major tennis triumph is winning a 2003 U.S. Open. I think I know this one, actually. I put tennis in here because you both play tennis, one, in general, two, with each other. <laughs> All right. Are you ready Answers. It, it, yeah, but I think this is wrong. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. All right. Braddock. Read your answer. Braddock? Yeah, there you go. Again, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> That's okay, but you knew it. It was Andy Roddick. I can't believe I got that. Yeah. All right. Number three. Most famous to me, as in 13 going on 30, this English triple threat has also been in Lord of the Rings, Planet of the Apes, and several Marvel movies. Oh. You know who it is. You just have to think of his last name. Like, I know you know who this is. Oh, no. I forgot his last name. English? Yes, he is English. Oh, Okay. I didn't spell it right, but. Okay. All right. Let me see your answers. And could you read them aloud? Circus. All right. Beth, did you have an answer? Uh, No. All right. Val, that is correct. Andy Circus. I don't have any idea who that is. (laughs) That's okay. You'll look him up and you'll be like, oh, I know who that is. Okay. Okay. Um, This one's hard. This, This one's hard. I wouldn't have known this, but I picked him anyway. Uh, known for Oceans 11 and 12, this Andy stays pretty private when it comes to the tabloids. If it'll be an extra clue, he's also in The Godfather 3. I, that's the only one I haven't seen. My favorite part of uh, playing games like this is I know someone is listening screaming. <laughs> like at, in their car, 100%. in their room. They're like, come on. Ugh, All right. I have- no idea. All right. No idea. No idea. Our, we have Andy Garcia. Oh, uh, Andy if Garcia. you said the, the guy in the movie with Meg Ryan, I would have immediately. Mm, no, nope, he was at the didn't. Super Bowl. Oh, was he? Yeah. Um, all right. This Andy was recently supported by John Mayer on the red carpet when receiving his Hollywood star. Oh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> No, I'm, I don't have it. Oh, shit. Um, I, I just Beth, do you think up. you know it? 
Beth I, kn- I, I know I, I didn't I'm not getting it because I was like I know I literally watch Bravo all the time so I know who it, I I just forgot it though so okay um so Beth do you have an answer you just yeah, forgot well, his I it's Andy Cohen but I looked it up so uh, I don't get the point okay. I don't get the point but okay Val uh, did you have an answer I, no I did not okay I had no love idea. Andy Cohen wow this game is really hard I'm proud of myself yeah this is a great game thank you um all right this is a bonus if you don't get this it won't count against you um but this uh this is my favorite Big Brother player and winner. He also lives oh, in Chicago. I've literally never seen Big Brother, so I would I will not even attempt. Yeah, no, no clue. All right, that's Andy Heron. Nope. He won season 15 of Big Brother <laughs> and he lives in Chicago. And Great. um I am obsessed with him and you should follow him on Twitter because he's really funny. Shout out to Andy Heron. Thanks for listening. Um, all right, Val, you got three out of five, and uh Beth, you got two out of five. Congrats, Val. Yay. Thanks. Woo. I'm going to nationals. Yeah. You're going to nationals. <laughs> Thanks for playing any Andy. <laughs> I love that. Well, this was a delight. What a sweet time. Yeah. Sweet friends. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so, so much fun. for joining us, Beth. You are a yeah. dream. Yes. And truly the fastest synopsis we've <laughs> <Yes>. ever had. <laughs> And, and I and cannot clearest. thank you enough. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Thank you, guys. I've been very excited for this since Val announced she was doing this podcast like over a year ago, right? Like it's been yeah, a while. almost yeah, Our yeah, month, so, one year is next month. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. So I've been waiting for this day. Yay. <laughs> um. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Tell a friend. Tell your mom. Um. All right, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Bye, Val. Bye, Al. Bye, Beth. Bye, Val and Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.